Hello and welcome to your Divine Uniqueness Show. If you'd like to listen to live episodes and interact with our speakers, you can go to yourdivineuniqueness.com. Your, Y-O-U-R, Divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, Uniqueness, U-N-I-Q-U-E-N-E-S-S.com. Hello everyone, this is Monsef Afrer and thank you so much for joining us today in this new call of your divine uniqueness. Really, really happy to have um, Casey and Brad Wallace on the call. They've been, they have been with us um, so many times on the call and every time they bring um, really powerful and profound energy like and also understanding uh, that's, that's help us embrace our mastery and embrace like our our own power, because this is uh, something really, really important in, in how we create our own uh, reality and how we, we engage with, with other people around us. Um, yeah, and, and talking about engaging with other people, uh, I think this is something really, uh, that, that is really related to, to our empathy. And we know that everyone on the call uh, are empaths and they are feeling like, um, like other feelings and and sometimes or maybe many times it, it becomes maybe challenging especially when when the energy around us is is based on fear um and so we, we try we try to help others and we try to change this and uh like create uh, a high vibration energy uh in in our environments and but sometimes we have many challenges uh with that so we will be talking about that and how we can like um come out from the confusion of the the, the fear based and confusing energy around us and create um uh a love and light based energy um and also turning those challenges into like opportunities and how we can um create more expansion uh, for ourselves and also for people around us who who, who allow who allow they, themselves to experience that so yeah the our our topic today is can empath completely detach and yeah for, just for those of you who are not maybe familiar with uh Casey and Brad they are conduits for an advanced intelligence named Julius who offers messages of empowerment for an enlightened humanity. And um, yeah, uh, also as, as always, we will have a Q&A later on the call. So as always, for those of you on the phone or the web call, you can raise your hands by pressing star two uh, to talk to Casey and Brad. And for those of you on the webcast page, you can share with us your questions and feedbacks um, on the question box. Yeah, all right. So, so with that, Casey and Brad, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Monsef, for having us here. Yeah, we just love being on your show, as you know. And uh, you know, this is this is such a great subject matter, a really great yeah. subject matter, because so many people, you know, on their conscious journey and on their conscious path, I think Monsef got on their journey because they are empathic and they didn't know really yeah. what that was. Life has been a challenge for them. They felt different. They felt hypersensitive, uh, and they weren't getting a lot of explanation from that, perhaps from a lot of the followings that they followed before spirituality. Um, yeah. and, and, and they become depressed, and they become um, very detached and, and misunderstood, you know, within a community. And now, with 
the upheaval of spiritual teachings and consciousness and wonderful speakers and leaders like yourself, Monsef, these people have an arena and they have an audience and they have uh, a group, a tribe, you know, that they can hang out with and come to a, a better and deeper understanding of who they are, uh, not feeling like there's anything wrong with them, not feeling like they're the misfits, but really embracing all of the possibilities and all of the gifts that we all have. And so this package and your subject matter, Monsef, this is the first time we've really done this subject matter on the summit since we've been on summit. Mm-hmm. And I uh-huh. thank you for having this suggestion for the subject matter because I think it's absolutely vital, vital to so many people out there who have this gift or this curse, depending on their perspective of what's going on yeah. with them. Yeah, absolutely. As as you said, um, many maybe consider it as as a curse, but in fact is is uh, is a gift. And what happens is um, many times we, we try to protect ourselves from that. And what happens is is that we uh, avoid to feel more. It, it's like we 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 create like a wall around our hearts, and we prevent ourselves to feel. And as humans, this is this is our gift. Is is uh, is feelings. So how can we like um like still keep this this gift and at the same time like uh keep our energy high without being affected and uh feeling like low when the energy around us is is really um like very dense and uh, fear based. I think that for empaths it is even more important to do work, the inner work of energy um, intention rather than energy reaction, reaction. So many people who are on their conscious journey have been been kind of taken advantage of by other people energetically, intellectually, and especially in relationships where an empath gets fully integrated emotionally into a relationship and other people have the tendency to really trample on that and harm that and so you're right. An empath can have a tendency to try to build a wall around them but they can't. They just can't. Well, they also end up getting sick. Right. They emotionally get sick. They physically get sick. They don't want to leave where they're at. They don't want to go do anything anymore. Right. Yeah. with the group of people that they're with, and that's just not right. That's right. That, that's not what being an empath is all about. So learning how to uh, make adjustments in your life and right. being able to control that yeah. to where it doesn't dominate your altered ego and you can then again become a functioning being on this human existence. Yeah, we don't think it's so much about protection as in a, in a sense of isolating yourself, isolating yourself and encapsulating yourself from all of the energy potential that's around you as much as building up the energy force that is naturally projected from you which in their thereby 
guiding you and attracting you to the higher vibrations in your environment instead of picking up and being attracted to the low vibrations in your environment. Protection, protection feels kind of like a fear-based energy, like you're on guard and you're worried and you're afraid. Instead, shifting that perspective, Monsef, into an intentional energy force of knowing that you create your field and your field is matched and attracted to the energy around you. Empaths have the ability to create a, a very stable, very high-frequency field that is them. That way, as they're picking up on the emotions and the thoughts and the feelings of people around them, they won't get sucked into the cesspool of fear, though they will have, they always have a recognition that it's there, but they're really swimming in the pool of the higher vibrational thoughts of love around them. That's really where we go with these teachings, and we do that by helping empaths fully embrace how extraordinary their gift is, how absolutely extraordinary their gift is, which may be a whole new perspective for them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and 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 another another thing is is um, when we try to help others, and sometimes we. We mis- misunderstand like how we can help others. Sometimes we, if if we don't feel like how others feel, if if other people around us feel sad or or angry, and we don't feel the same as them, we we feel sometimes like guilty of it, like not helping them or not uh, understanding them. So how right. to keep this? Because because I see this like for example like our audience they see this. Um, when when you connect with with our callers and also with other speakers, we see like how how you and other speakers like keep this uh, keep this high uh, vibration energy and help the callers to to raise their vibration to 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 the same level instead of like uh, feeling also sadness or pain um, to help them. Right. Well, I would I wouldn't necessarily say myself that it's all that easy for us to keep ourselves in a high state. Of- <laughs> Of energy, it, it's <laughs> practice. I mean, yes. sometimes, sometimes uh, you know, we are still human, and yeah. uh, I get upset just like a lot of other people do because I still have to deal with things on a daily basis, just like everybody else does, and I don't necessarily agree with everybody on on certain issues uh, because I'm human, but. What happens is you get to a point in your life where you make a conscious decision that even if you have to set aside a certain part of your day to deal with the crap that's going on in your life and then throw that in the closet and then get into your conscious aspect and step into that realm of existence for the rest of the day and not deal with the other stuff that's going on, um, sometimes that's what it takes. We also believe that your own perspective 
of the emotional context and the issues that are going on with somebody else aids mm-hmm. you aids you in how you absorb that energy. What we mean by that is this. We have long talked about the difference between sympathy and compassion, okay? Sympathy means that you feel sorry for what is going on with another person. So as you get sucked into, and they they feel sorry for themselves, believe us, they feel sorry. They're victims. They've got problems going on in their life. They've got all kinds of limitations in their lives. And if you have that same perspective, that sympathy, you get wrapped in the sympathy energy, which is a judgment and it's a very low vibration. Instead, instead, working on your perspective of compassion instead of sympathy. And when we say that, we mean that compassion means you understand the way they feel without buying into the way they feel. So compassion means you understand from a point of non-judgment simply from your wisdom, simply from your intelligence, and also from your empathic abilities, believe us, you understand where they're coming from. But instead of buying into the energy of fear and victimhood and sympathy, you have the ability to raise your perspective into an aspect of compassion, and then you don't get wrapped in their package, in their package of energy. And doing that is a practice. It's a practice of non-judgment. It's a practice of higher vibration. But you're still extremely effective as an empath in understanding everyone. Well, usually, Monsef, what happens is you, for example, you're in a discussion with somebody. They're having an absolutely miserable day. Man, they want you to be as miserable as they do. And you know what? If you're not as miserable as they are, they're going to figure out some way to make you as miserable as they are because they all want company. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. when what should be happening is the misery needs to just go off to the side and everybody needs to be able to work beyond that. And as an empath, you not only recognize the fact that somebody feels terrible, and and you can be sympathetic to that, compassionate or, or compassionate, compassionate to, that. to that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But then you set that aside because it's been given its time and its space, and it's time to move into something else. Yeah. And figure out a way to get beyond that. Yeah. But and, and the ability again to 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 be able to utilize your gift because it's an extraordinary gift of disclosure and authenticity. An empath has the ability really to know who somebody is because they can feel who they are. They can feel their thoughts. They can feel their emotions. A lot of times this transcends into all types of clairvoyant activity where because you can read that field and feel those moods, you can literally start to see what's going on in their life. So it's an extraordinary gift of disclosure, and it can truly, truly aid any empath into being an extremely effective healer, an extremely effective teacher in in life. But 
keeping that aspect of at least partial energetic detachment so the empath doesn't get taken down the drain over yeah, the time. If, if, let, let's say, for instance, yeah. some of your listeners, let, let, let's say that they're practitioners, mm-hmm. and they deal with, they're trying to help one of their students. Somebody's actually paying them to make, to try to help them feel better, and man, they, this this person who's sitting in front of them is just absolutely miserable. And as an empath, you begin to feel that. Well, how do you how do you protect yourself so it doesn't make you miserable the rest of the day, or it doesn't make you miserable going into your next student that you're beginning to work with or you've been work with how 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 do you separate that in your life and that's what this program does is it teaches you those steps how to do that so it doesn't not only carry over into your clients but it doesn't carry over also into your own personal life which believe it or not is the most important thing it is it is yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's this is something really important, like you said, especially for practitioners and healers, because really like they work one on one with uh many others, trying to help them and also they, they as you said, they feel um their pain and their struggle. And really they like they, they need to keep like protect their energy, uh so they can like um you know, like keep keep helping others because they they really need like really really high energy to do that and help others create that as well. And also another another point is um, like you said, this is a practice. And maybe I think like one of the things that can help us is is the triggers when we get triggered by others or circumstances. I think this these are like opportunities for us to learn to be more compassionate and to learn more about ourselves first and then be uh feel compassion toward others. Yeah, everything everything leads to your path of mastery. That is a truth. And triggers are so effective at continuing to guide you in subject matters or experiences for you to master, to have the opportunity to master, so that you can continue to open your field and open your field, rather than to shut your field down when a trigger occurs. So then a trigger be- is becomes an enemy. If every time you, you notice a trigger, you shut down, you close down, you move away. That becomes your enemy. It's like the, the, the kryptonite, you know, to Superman. Yeah. Instead, you look at those triggers and you say to yourself, oh, this is wonderful because this gives me the opportunity to still see areas where I could use a little bit of work. I get to use a little bit of work. I get to refine my process. I get to refine my energy so Eventually, there are no triggers, there is no kryptonite, there is just sustainability and forthright energies into high vibration. But there's no way for human beings in their human embodiment state to have full recognition of their energetic weaknesses without 
human, humans have a tendency to run every time they're challenged with something when really that's not what the challenges are intended for. The challenges are just windows of opportunity to refine your process. So switching gears on your perspective and your attitude is also part of the practice of this package so that you can continue to refine your state of being, which is the most useful, useful, the most helpful, and the most loving thing that you can do for yourself as well as any and all others. Yeah, absolutely. That's um yeah, that's really wonderful. And as you said, like in the end, like the, the, the what what we are doing is, is we are like just changing our perspective about experiences and like how others uh behave. And this is what's what's our perspective is what creates our our inner um uh, experience toward uh yeah. what's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Really and a lot of times, you know, empathics have been they feel like they're they're bad or they're wrong or they have a weakness. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, oh, you know, he is empathic or she's empathic, like they've got cancer. You know, like they've got they got yes. this weird thing wrong with them. You're just way so, too emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're a problem, okay? And all the rest of us have to tippy-toe ourselves around the four empaths, you know, that are sitting over there in the corner. So uh, and empathic ability in in a lot of dialogues have been has been projected as a type of a flaw or a type of a thing that that you know is 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 not a pleasant thing to be like it's not a pleasant thing to be empathic because they have picked up on so much of the fear based energy but the truth is in actuality they do pick up on the really great energy as well. So you put an empath into a room with really high vibrational conscious people, man, they're in heaven. They're even picking up, they're going higher and higher and higher than everyone in the room. And that is an extraordinary experience for them. They'll come out of an arena or an audience and think, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever been part of in my whole life. And everybody else sitting around going, well, yeah, it was pretty good. We thought it was pretty good, and the empath is like, no way, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. So so their gifts are extraordinary. It's moving them away from what we think is the dominant perspective that they're a pain in the ass because they're empathic and embrace the extraordinary abilities that they carry in being empathic and transfer that to the empath themselves, themselves, so they can see them in the higher light that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's uh, like you said. It's 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 really wonderful way to help others is to help them like see themselves um, as really masters and higher beings, and we can do that as when we embrace our our gifts. And yeah, it's it's. I think one one of the most like beautiful thing, things that we can give to others is is helping them see their 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 true power uh see like like feel accepted uh, as as they are uh, um i think this is one of the most beautiful things we can give to others and this we can do that by by uh yeah by 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 feeling by like feeling compassion and embracing our gifts first um yeah 
We actually believe and know, Master, that becoming an empath is part of your spiritual journey. It's actually a sign of extraordinary open-mindedness, open-heart space being. Everyone will become empathic. It's going to happen to everybody because it's the ultimate form of communication and identification. So falsehood will be revealed very quickly once everybody returns to their full empathic ability. So we also fully embrace that. We want you empathic. We want you empathic. And these teachings are going to help even people who aren't even sure if they want to be empathic to know that, yes, you do. You want to be empathic. This is a profound aspect of your conscious journey. Just The issue becomes navigating through this experience with a desire rather than a repelling aspect and a disdain aspect. Yeah, instead of looking at the empathic journey as a curse. Right. Yeah. You know, let's turn the tables on that and look at it as a privilege. Right. That you can actually experience this emotional part of the journeys. What what if we could get the empaths to come forward and teach empathy to others on their conscious journey? That's a whole subject matter in and by itself that yeah. is very much part of being a conscious being. But the the perfect masters and teachers for that are the empaths, are the empaths, and most of them don't teach that. They'll they'll use their empathic abilities to teach or to heal or to work as a practitioner. But the actual subject matter of showing somebody how to access some of their empathy inside of them is an extraordinary calling, an extraordinary calling. And we've yet to meet an empath that loves being empathic so much that they want to unleash it in someone else. Most of them have worked so hard in the physical experience to downplay their empathy when they're around people. But this is a whole other shift, a shift of attitude. And as we embrace, Master, all that we are as source, reveal all that we are as source, help to expand all that is source in someone else. That's where consciousness is at its highest state and ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really beautiful. And yeah, I think like like you said, like teaching empathy to, to others, it's it's really something that will help us in our evolution, like to create a society that is based on oneness and unconditional love. It's, I think it's maybe like a society where everyone feeling each each other's and understanding each other's, and there is no this this um, kind of of judgments because we, as an empath, uh, really we are we are like able to 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 feel others and also to understand them and like we talked about like having this compassion toward others, and yeah I think this can help us to create this society that is based on love and uh, understanding. So many children are empathic. They're they're actually born extremely empathic. 
extremely hypersensitive to their energetic pathways of their environment. There's a proven scientific fact now, proven yeah. scientific fact, that the way an infant is birthed, birthed from the energy that's around that environment to the mental and emotional attitude of the mother, the doctor, the father, the siblings, everyone in that environment, it's scientifically proven that the infant takes on those energetic pathways. It can it can ignite and initiate illness and chronic conditions, or mm -hmm. it can initiate extraordinary strong field of immune and health and wellness. So they already know this. In the U.S., they've drastic, gone to drastic measures to change mm -hmm. the actual energetic environment during the birthing process for mothers, rather than keeping them continually in a sterile, hospitalized environment full of yeah. fear and paranoia and, and, and coldness into a truly warm and loving environment because they know that that infant is fully empathic, fully empathic. Now, what happens from that stage of immersion, where they emerge here on this earth ship, continually in their family environment, in their social environment, in their educational environment, things like that, either begins to teach the child that it's not a good thing to be empathic, that it causes problems, that it causes hypersensitivity, and that's just mm -hmm. a pain in the ass to deal with, or they really embrace this. Again, this comes back to the generalized attitude of empathy, of empathy. Our desire is to shift that, shift that, because we think that's where all healing and empowerment lies, is in those sensitivities, not that that's a problem for, for people to be sensitive. Of course, people trying to keep things in fear find it to be a problem, but we know in our beingness that true compassion and understanding is what is on the verge of emerging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's really wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, um, Keith and Brad. And also, I I want to take uh, some questions from the audience, if you are open to that. Yeah, sure. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so everyone, uh, if you are on the phone or uh, the web call, you can raise your hand by pressing star 2. Um, and for those of you on the webcast page, you can type in your questions on the question box. All right. Uh, uh, we have a caller from Midland, phone number ending with 8866. Hello. Hi, this is Mary. Hi, Hi Mary. Myself. Hi, uh, Casey and Brad. Um, Hi, Mary. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I was wondering if, I think I understand that your energetic pathways have to be clear in order to uh, initiate the empath, empathic, uh, tendencies. I'm wondering how important it is that the organs be open, such as the pituitary or the pineal gland, uh, those sorts of things. How does how do they play into this ability? Okay, so Master, what we will tell you is, as you continue to raise the vibration of your thought consciousness a natural byproduct is that everything becomes clear. That is the truth. 
and it begins with the way you think, the way you think and your attitudes towards thought. Your glandular activity in your physical embodiment, Master, is your sustainability in your uh, physical embodiment, and it unleashes all of the magic of your hormone flow, which keeps your body vibrating at a very high rate, keeps your creativity flowing, keeps the love flowing, and keeps the higher perspective flowing. That is true. But everything begins with your perspective, Master. If you are loving and open and acceptable to all thought, then an extraordinarily open flower aspect to your pituitary gland occurs where high vibrational thought comes in, hits your pineal gland, and an unleashment of hormonal flow takes place. I want to clarify something, though, that you said at the very beginning of your comment or of your question, was, if I understood right, the, mm-hmm. it was that be as an empath, you start thinking high-energy thoughts, and then the organs, mm-hmm. right. in other words, activate. Okay. I want to okay. clarify that and say, as an empath, you not only think high energy thoughts, you also have the low energy thoughts that you're dealing with also. You just have to learn how to separate the two and to set aside the low energy thoughts to activate your glands and to keep yourself in a state of high frequency, which that state of high frequency is what activates the proper function of your glands. Yeah, yeah. So your your energy it opens all that fields up. You can't open those fields up, Master, if you've got a crappy attitude. Right. If you're in fear-based thought. So everything begins with your thoughts, with your thoughts. Yeah, now, somebody else can't do that for you. As an empath, deciphering between your thoughts and picking up on somebody else's thoughts is a little bit of a precarious game. And in this package, we show you how to decipher the two so that you can make sure that your thoughts and your emotions, that your processing master are yours, are yours, and not the biparticle effects of someone else's, which can cause your pathways to shut down your organs to shut down, and your glands to shut down. Does that help you with your question? Yes, it does very much. Thank you. Yes. I really appreciate it. And thank you, Monsef. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Casey and Brad. Um, Yeah, as you said, like, it's it's really important to separate the two, like, the high frequency thoughts and the, the low um, the low uh, energy thoughts, so we can like allow uh, our glands and to to activate. So yeah. Thank A lot of that. times, yeah. uh, empaths don't spend enough time in their yeah. own emotional recognition. They're so consumed by the variables of emotions around them. Everyone else's. They'll they'll just try to run and get away from everything, away from everything. 
okay, and shut everything down, including their own emotions, their own identification traits. And that isn't exactly the answer. The refinement process of an empath being able to fully know themselves so they know what their emotions are, they know what their mindset is, is going to help in that deciphering process. And again, we're going to help teach in this package for everyone, everyone, especially the empaths, but including everybody else, to get in full alignment with who they are, and then that aids them in the discipline practices of being human, like being in a human embodiment and mastering consciousness on their path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Casey and Brad. Um, uh, and also thank you, Mary, for calling in. So here we have... Um, a question from Janet from uh, Morseville, I think. So, hello, friends. Can you please offer guidance to help me distinguish between uh, positive and negative emotions in my body? When I feel strongly, I often uh, I often cannot tell if the if the emotion is joyful or not. Okay. So, Master, we define the difference between high and low vibration as an open-ended possible energy or a closed-down limited energy. That's the best way that we can describe that. If it's fear-based, if it's a low vibration, number one, your physical embodiment literally starts to feel slow, low, sluggish, achy, limited in some way. You actually can find yourself having very limited thoughts, worried thoughts, stressed thoughts, full of anxiety. That is definitively low vibrational energy. It's like having that feeling that you're hauling around an anchor behind you as you go through the day. Right. And if you've ever had that feeling, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You just can't seem to move. That doesn't happen in a high vibrational field. Now, a very high vibrational field is exhilarating, it can be a little exhausting after a short period of time because it's so high vibrational, but before it hits that, it's exhilarating, it's positive, it's full of possibility. You get thoughts that are imaginative and possible. You have clarity. You have possible new resolutions for what was previously a stuck issue for you. Again, the high vibration can be so high, it can eventually start to wear you out a little bit, kind of like if you're working out and eventually your own energy sustainability starts to slide a little bit. But right before that, it was exhilarating and full of possibility. This can come in the physical forms of vibrating, of stimulus, okay, tingling and stimulus. It can come in the sense of kind of a euphoric or high state, a little bit of dizziness, okay? Not nausea, but a little bit of dizziness, okay? That lighter-than-air feeling. Sometimes you feel like you're kind of coming out of your physical embodiment. Those are signs of a higher vibrational energy. We understand that it can be a sensitive area, a sensitive area to decipher the two but we're still going to support that coming back to the practice 
of refining and identifying your own energy state is going to help you clearly define the states that you're around and the way your body and your mind and your soul reacts to that. So there is a difference. It's all in identification. And the way to identify is to clearly know who you are, clearly know your vibrational state, and then deciphering between what we, again, support is the open field of possibility frequency, which is high frequency, or the limited field of low frequency that usually shuts you down or gets you into a fear-based perspective. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Casey and Brad. Um, and also thank you, Janet, for your question. Um, all right, let's uh, take another question. We have uh, Melissa from California. Uh, hi, Julius. Uh, I, have no, I have noticed a pattern when my vibration is flowing high. I can attract unwanted attention from men, sometimes aggressive, and then I have to deal with that, which can be overwhelming. How do I manage that? By keeping your vibration up, that's how you manage it. So you're not even inviting them in. That's actually ultimately the truth. Ultimately the truth is to not even go into the neighborhood where the neighborhood's violent, okay? That's ultimately the best deterrent rather than trying to walk through that, that neighborhood every night trying not to get shot or stabbed. Why don't you go into a different neighborhood? That ultimately is the answer. So... We're going to support. Yeah, the here's the thing. The aggressive person is not high consciousness. No, no. That is not yeah, high yeah. energy. But she's saying that once she finds that to be somebody that she's brought into her life, she has to deal with that. Of course, we say just cut it off and don't deal with it. Just cut it off. You can hang up the phone. You don't have to answer the phone. You don't have to answer the door. Move away from that energy. It is not the responsibility of an empath to fix everyone, okay? You must work for what is healthy and well for you. You must. Every single conscious being makes those decisions, okay? Every single one. Anybody who's on a conscious journey is going to encounter the vampires, the angry people, the bleeders, okay? You're going to be able to clearly recognize that, and you're going to move away from that field. You don't have to fix everything, and you don't have to change everybody. A lot of times the answer is to just move away. Then continue to do work for your own sustainability. As you master your sustainability, you will attract fewer and fewer of those people because they just don't match you. So Yeah, you start to recognize them from the very onset. Right, right. And you give them a little bit of love, you give them a little bit of encouragement and compassion, and you move, and then you move. But um, the empath doesn't need to necessarily master swimming in low frequency. We say your mastery comes by raising your frequency. You're not in the mud anymore. You're not in the mud anymore. That's our answer to that question for empaths, especially. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I really love your, your answer because, like, many times we have this tendency to uh, fix everything around us, and we think that if something, we feel that something has low energy, like 
we have right. responsibility to change it, and sometimes right. it becomes more, uh, much more challenging when we do right. that. So, yeah, you you, you end up <laughs> you end up empowering the fear when you get screwed up by it. Okay, and yeah. then the aggressive person really becomes empowered in their behavior, and you're not really servicing them and, in and any way. And once again, then what happens is you continue to attract. Right more aggressive people right. because that's the people that you're entertaining all the time or you're involved with, where you should be just cutting that off, stepping away from it, and moving on to something else, mm-hmm. and then don't give them another opportunity. What we can say is this as well, and we want to say this with great love and honor, great love and honor, Okay. Some people yeah. who attract aggressive people into their life are passive-aggressive themselves, okay? That is a big question. That is a big question. A lot of empaths can end up being very passive-aggressive in who they are, and they don't see it. They don't see it. And they'll attract that real aggressive person into their life. And then they sit back and blame everything on the aggressive person. We say, no, 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 you're passive aggressive as well. The answer is always to go deep into your empowerment. So you, even as an empath, don't have to manipulate or control somebody else to feel your power. As you know your power as a whole master, you do not have to manipulate or control anything or anyone in your environment to feel your empowerment. So there's a precarious area there. We know many students who are empathic, and upon disclosure and full discovery of some of who they are, we define they're very passive-aggressive. So they're very aggressive in controlling themselves. They don't see them that way because they're so nice and everybody thinks that they're so sympathetic, but we see a definitive passive-aggressive undertone with them. Resolving your own fears, your own fears as an empath, getting into your full empowerment and your full high frequency, a lot of those attractions are going to dissolve away. In fact, it's a good indication that it has when they dissolve away. Again, we want to say that with love and with honor, but taking a really good look at your own self and your own life is always valuable as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Very wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Casey and Brad. And, yeah, also thank you, uh, yeah, Melissa. Thank you, Melissa, for your wonderful question. Um, yeah, so, so, uh, so Casey and, uh, and Brad, we have more questions, but I would love if we can now talk about the program you are offering because I feel it's, 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 it's a really powerful program. And as, as you were like mentioning, um, a little bit before, that's, it's, it's something powerful that can help us to, uh, you know, separate our, our high, vibrating thoughts from the, the low energy that we we um, feel from others and also how we can like experience compassion in, instead of sympathy and embrace our mastery so i would love if we can talk about that uh, now and if you can share with our audience what will be their experience uh through this program and yeah for, for the link i want to share the link it's yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash julius and number 11 yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Julius 11, J-U-L-I-U-S and 11.
Yeah, so Casey and Brad, can you please talk about that? Yes, you bet. We've put together a package that has six teachings in it. And in the first two teachings, we're going to teach you how to fill your emotions safely. Yeah, this is a this is a really important aspect of being empathic, both empathic or non-empathic, is human beings have become very, very afraid of their own emotional capacity. Uh, their emotions, as an empath, your emotions can seem very crazy and off the charts, uh, over-exaggerated, and in many, many cases, an empath has worked in their life to downplay their emotions, to downplay your emotions. Uh, we support that your emotions are your soul, are your soul, and instead, to embrace your emotions, love them, honor them, is the only way to help with clear identification and clear usage of your ability and or for anybody who is not empathic yet and wants to unleash their empathic abilities, doing these practices, coming into this perspective and listening to these teachings can help unleash their empathic abilities because they're going to refine the process of their emotions, identifying them, mastering them, um, expanding them, revealing them, and using them. Yep. So this teaching is the vital first component of all of your understandings of what your emotions are, who you are as a light being, and uh, mastering all of the characteristics of that and being able to identify uh, the lows and the highs, um, the ones that you really desire, the ones you kind of don't desire, but loving those as well. Um, it's an extraordinary empowering process is at the beginning of the process. Right. right. Well, you have to identify it right. in order to make things better. <laughs> right. Then we're going to teach you in the next two teachings. The next two teachings are, can an empath completely detach? Um, we teach you, is it a curse to be an empath? Right which so many people Yeah, should you be trying feel? to detach or should you not be trying to detach? Right. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't be trying to detach. Maybe that whole perspective has been extremely limited. So this, this teaching is going to be ex very inspirational. Very it, inspirational. It's going to teach you how to separate your empathy as an empath away from everyone else and be the true empath that you should be in your life. Uh, the importance of becoming empathic mm -hmm. and yeah. why that plays an important role in your spiritual journey. Yeah. Um, how the master of high com components of compassion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But the compassion versus sympathy game is right. really an interesting game, and this is really going to get into details on that help you really understand the difference in that perspective because it's massive. It's and, massive. We're gonna, and we're going to teach you how to use your abilities wisely. <laughs> right. Instead of getting... Frivolously. Right. Yeah. Instead of getting caught up yeah. and letting everybody else milk you to death. Yeah. It, the, the action of self-honor is truly valuable. We want you to be honorable to your own self. You're just right. not here to be bled to death. That, that's for sure. And you have to see yourself that way. And in the last two teachings, 
They're entitled Altruism and the Power of Compassion. Yeah, yeah. As a empathic being, it's very easy to get sucked up in your compassion and lose your high frequency mm-hmm. and your energy. Yeah. And so we are going to teach you in these two teachings how to incorporate high frequency, which is altruism, mm-hmm. and use it in your daily life. Yeah. Yeah. And how not to let the blood suckers, yeah. as I always call them. Yeah, which can be anything. It can be right. anything in your it, body. It's not yeah. necessarily a human being. It, yeah. it could be something that you're doing yeah. in your daily life that could be just sucking the energy out of you and changing your energy. It, it also can be just subtle yet profound energies of previous, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of empaths can just walk into some place and really pick up on old energy, yeah, old, old energy. energy, even though it may not have anything to do with the immediate energy around them. So altruism helps you get into the space and place of now, now component. So to not be derailed, literally derailed energetically, um, and then that gets passes through your physical embodiment and all kinds of, of, of uh, of aches and pain right. and discomfort, right. and to stay focused on your extraordinary abilities in the present moment, in the present moment, and the high frequency of non-judgment. Because we have encountered so many empathic people, and they, they do, they get derailed from the energies of previous that linger. They linger for a long time, especially in, you know, envir- environmental situations. Even when somebody in a relationship has really changed the current state of the energy of the relationship. Sometimes an empath is still very much attached to what used to go on in the relationship or what used to be something to be really, really afraid of. And so the action of altruism is a wonderful, wonderful practice in the present moment, in, in the present moment. And as an empath can master that, they, they can kind of shed some of their old stuff, you know, that's sticking, that's sticking around. The other... The other thing that this program allows you to recognize, because we're we're firm believers in the teachings that there's plenty for everyone. Right. And many people who are on a spiritual journey seem to think or have been taught that they're not allowed to have abundance. Right. That you're not supposed to be able to manifest abundance. That you're not supposed to have financial abundance or love abundance in your life or all you know a good and healthy and loving relationship and that's not true we're going to teach you how to look at that differently and how to recognize that from an empathic perspective and not deal with like the last question that came in yeah those parasites yeah. that seem to just hang out and always get attracted. We also want to point out, if we could, Monsef, that yeah. this package is for everybody. What we mean by that is we'll absolutely guarantee that if you're listening to this program, either you are empathic or you know somebody who is. We just we will guarantee it. We know that's true. We know that. Okay, so even if you may not think you're empathic yet, 
this package can really help you with loved ones, with children, with coworkers, with just basic life understanding of who's out there and what's out there. They can clearly help you identify possibly some of the changes that are happening with you as you're going on your conscious journey and becoming hypersensitive to things or wondering what's going on with you. It can help you unleash these abilities knowing that it's part of your journey. It's an aspect of your journey to fully seek and fully embrace because eventually, eventually, physical life here on this realm will return to full intuitiveness. It has detached itself from that because of the fear on this realm, and communication has gotten completely shut down. People do not understand each other. Everything's based on fear and separation. But as human beings and light beings climb back, into the field of knowing themselves and getting back into the high vibration of consciousness, communication, linguistic communication is going to fall out and intuitiveness is going to be what we return to. So your empathic ability is going to come back to you. It's going to come back to you. Go get it. Go get it. Because the more you understand yourself, the more you can fully understand everyone else, and it actually ends up making your life much easier. You make clearer decisions, and you can truly identify what it is you vibrationally match with rather than are not matched with. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Casey and Brad. Um, yeah, really, really grateful that, that you are offering this package because, um, as we said, this is something that's, that, that is um, – like everyone is related to, and this package can help everyone uh, because, like as you said, empathy—it's—it's really—it's—it's it's a gift that we uh, that we all like need to learn, and we need to learn how to differentiate between our own emotions and others, and also how we can uh, keep like our high vibrating thoughts uh, that really move us moves us to 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 like high uh, high vibration and. Uh, a level of of compassion. So thank you so much. And also, uh, like always, you, you you share with us like really powerful packages. And I love that you are able to um, really like even if if some topics are maybe a little bit difficult to understand, but you make it much easier to understand and to, to feel like also the energy behind behind the world you are sharing. And also. In your discussions, you are sharing very, very practical uh, advices and guidance that we can implement in our daily life because this is the most important thing in, is, is how we can embody the teaching in our daily life and be able to shift that to, uh, to a reality that is uh, for our high school. So um, thank you. Thank you so much, Casey and Brad, for offering uh, this really wonderful package to our audience. Um, yeah, very grateful to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's always our pleasure. Always our pleasure to do that. I want to say one more thing, if I can, just on a personal note. Um, Yeah. Empaths, I think, sometimes feel like they're just not going to be able to find a really good relationship in their life. They're really challenged with that. Uh, They're really challenged with finding somebody who understands them, who's sensitive to who they are, 
um, or in some way, again, they've possibly just become very defensive against having a really good relationship because it just it never seems to work. The person either bleeds them out or yeah. becomes, you know, mean to them. And we just want you to know that that's not true. That's been a limited truth. We're going to show you really how mm-hmm. to embrace and understand who you are. If you are somebody who's in a relationship with somebody that you may now be able to identify as, oh, my gosh, I think they're empathic. I think that may be what some of the challenges have been in our relationship. And maybe you have misunderstood your partner. This package is going to help provide a lot of healing for you in that relationship. It's very different to be Mm -hmm. in a relationship with an empath And it's very, very different for an empath to be in a relationship with somebody who isn't, let alone if you get two empaths together or if you get two people who are completely emotionally detached together. This package has so many angles to it. It really does. It really does. It really should be included in your library of teachings in consciousness because you're going to encounter this if you haven't already. And if you've been sideswept by it, this is going to help you, really help you come back to your footing and come back to your empowerment and learn how to use this tool. Hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Casey. And thank you, Brad. Um, yeah, again, very grateful that we are offering this really, really wonderful package. And everyone, um, yeah, I really encourage you to take advantage of, of this uh, program. And again, um, you can get it on the page yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Julius and number 11. Yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Julius 11. J-U-L-I-U-S and 11. Yeah, wonderful. So, um, Casey and Brad, can we take more questions? Sure. All right. Uh, yeah, so again, everyone, if you are on the phone or the web call, you can raise your hand by pressing star 2. And if you are on the webcast page, you can just type in your questions on the question box. Um, yeah, we have uh, some feedbacks from, um, we have Melissa from California. Uh, yeah, the last one that I um, that I read her, her uh, question. So she said, thank you so much, accepted with love, so much to absorb and self-reflect self reflect, uh, self reflect on with honesty. Um, yeah, thank you, Melissa. Thank you. And uh, Janet, uh, she said, wow, what an awesome perspective to, I- to identify in high, low emotional energies. Thank you, makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, so... Um, Thank you, Janet. And let's take another question. We have Sally, S-A-L-L-Y. Uh, Julius, how can how can I empower myself and feel safe, free, and enjoy? Thank you. It's all about your understanding of all that you are, Master, and that is a truth. You're going to find a consistent thread through all of our dialogues, all of our lectures, and all of our teachings, and that is, Master, that you are source itself. That's how you own it. That's how you love it. That's how you come to honor it. And that's how you come to fully display it. We understand that teachings from civilizations and lives and cultures have mostly taught you that you are not the fully empowered being that is source. 
And so we fall into shame and unworthiness and detachment and uncertainty as to all that we are. We're going to build that up in you. When you know with all of your being, all of your soul, all of everything that vibrates within you, Master, how fully empowered you are, you become that empowerment, and all resolution has been found. You will come into that space with us. And if you do not, Master, we encourage you to find ways to come to that knowing. That is your answer. But it must be desired. It must be practiced. It must be unleashed. It's not something that you're just going to get sprinkled with and finally be able to just suddenly become awakened to because you've been so detached from that truth in becoming physical embodiments. It's in you. It's in you. And we're going to dig it out. You're going to be that little archaeologist and you're going to find who you are. That is the promise, Master, of the highest vibrational teachings of consciousness. Seek them, do them, and demonstrate them, Master, and everything becomes resolved in your existence. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much. Yes, it's, it's, as you said, it's really like a practice. And also we need to be patient and gentle with, with ourselves through, through this process. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, Master, human mm-hmm. beings work every day so hard at destroying themselves. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. You, you, you do so much work in fear. You do so much work in fear. No wonder you have become so buried and so blind to the light that you are. You do this both intentionally and unintentionally. With the actions that we watch you do, we're just amazed at how you love to destroy your knowing of self. Once you uh, are, are able to see that, not judge it, don't judge it, It just has been a process. And you say to yourself, I'm tired of disengaging my empowerment. I'm going to make actions and intentions and thoughts and desires every day to rediscover all that I am. Then it becomes this wonderful new step, this dance, this beautiful embrace with love, master instead of fear and we're going to encourage you to do that we also encourage you to find every way possible to do that in your life mm-hmm. yeah absolutely thank you thank you so much and uh, thank you sally for your um great question um yeah we have uh, a caller from houston texas phone number and win with nine three nine hello hi hi Monster. what is your name Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Hi. Um, this is so incredible, this call. <laughs> Casey, Brian, Julius, I, I love your work. It has helped me so much. Sorry, I'm tearing up because this means, well, I guess I'm an empath, right? But <laughs> I, all week long, this is all I've thought about, is me as being an empath and how it has affected my health. And mm-hmm. that if I'm going, and that if I'm going to be able to empower myself and excel past, you know, that I was going to have to come to grips with 
the understanding of how I have let my being an empath um, has to do with my daughters. I -hmm. think that I realized that they were major empaths, I mean, uh, energy vampires in my life. I mean, I knew it, but uh, when my son passed away a few years ago, I started to clean, like you said, fear. You know, it was like I was using fear because it's like they're all the family I have left. Mm-hmm. There's there's no family. There's, you know, Christmas comes around, Thanksgiving comes around, or whatever, or birthdays. And um, and so I kind of, and, and I mean, I really realized lately that they have been feeding off of me, so to speak, and that they come out unscathed, and mm. I'm over here sitting here alone dealing, you know, it's like I want a life, <laughs> and I, I, I want to embrace being an empath, and and when it is family, it and it's all you have, it, it's a it's a tough situation, and and when I saw that this call was going to be on today, I almost couldn't believe it. I was like, this is like, because right away I thought, I saw something on your website once, you know, about impasse. And it, it almost feels like I just dreamed this and it just happened today. We're your runner for today, my dear. Yeah. So, Master, what we want to tell you is this. The first massive, massive misinterpretation and off perspective that you have is that you only have those people in your family. That's the first massive misinterpretation. You are God, Master. You are source. You have everything through every thought, every emotion, and every possibility. When you know this and find this within yourself, you will not be lonely anymore. You have an extraordinary situation going on where you feel very lonely or limited on what you think are relationships in your life. We're going to help change that within you so that you stop being the victim of these people, Master. You are choose to not be a victim. That doesn't mean you have to be mean or not love somebody, but it definitively means that you don't have to be stomped on by anybody. Building some of the parameters of what is accepted through behaviors, conversations, and initiations by people is also a demonstration of your empowerment, Master. Yeah, have you ever thought that maybe you allowing your daughters to treat you the way you treat them or allowing them to treat you, that they're just waiting for you to, to, to what I say, fight back. Yeah. You're, you're, they're just waiting for that to happen, Yeah, which will That's completely what, change. Yeah. It's going to completely change the way they are and how they treat everybody else in their lives. But it's, But it's up to you to make that decision to do that. Master. You're reading right into my soul. You know, Master, as a parent, once once a physical embodiment births a child and chooses to take on a role of leadership for that child, you are teaching through demonstration, always. 
throughout your whole life. You can either empower your children or you can completely disempower your children. You have disempowered your children. What we mean by that, Master, is anybody who seeks their power by harming another is someone who has disempowered themselves. When somebody is fully empowered, they love everyone else, they treat everyone kindly because they don't need to suck or take somebody else's power away and try to wear it as their costume. So you get to, in this life master, simultaneously discover and unleash your empowerment while demonstrating what empowerment is to the ones that you love and helping them discover their empowerment as well. So you're never too late on this. You're never too late on this, okay? Every soul is safe and will guarantee that those souls that are came to embark on this life path with you, Master, love you to death or life. That's why you have this experience together. You must shift. You must. Because, Master, everything is a byproduct of vibration, energy, and what is known and what is known. We've got to help you change what you know, then help encourage you to demonstrate what you know, which will in turn, Master, help unleash knowing in others. It is not easy. It is simple, but it is not easy. But, you know, you've had the shit kicked out of you long enough, and so has everybody else in your life. So why not decide to change it? You can stay right where you are. You are loved, you are masterful, and you are safe. But if you desire massive shifts in your life, Master, you've got to start taking that momentum. We love you, we honor you, and we know who you are. Our desire is to help you have that same discovery. That's exactly what I was feeling, and thank you for validating that because I almost felt like it was kind of a game, and it was almost like, there, you know, am I going to come out knowing, you know, my my power, uh, you know, like when when am I going to start to really shine, and that's exactly what I needed to hear. Good, Master. We send you blessings. We send you love, and we send you extraordinary. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Brenda. Much love Thank to you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for the guidance. That's that was powerful. Um, yeah, we feel we feel the energy. Um, so yeah. All right. So let's let's move to um, another color. We have color from Kalamazoo. Phone number ending with 6350. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> hi. Um, hi. What's your is name? Melissa. Melissa. Oh, oh, hi, Melissa. Hi. Um, oh, this call is wonderful. The entire call, just everything is so enlightening. I have a question. Um, I I lost my son just recently, and I'm I've been feeling that in a way it was he part of this i'm i don't know tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like in a way he was gifting me by pushing me into my own being and that um it has also brought up the darkest night of my soul and also my 
deep core wounds that have all come to the surface, just like I'm trying to look at it in this higher perspective because I've been really trapped in the humanness of the word loss and so much heavy grief. And I'm trying really um, to stay in my power around other beings and um, perceived authority figures and different things like that. But my, my question is, I'm looking for some information, maybe even validation, but also information on how to stay off this emotional roller coaster and move into a place where I can stay in a higher vibration and honor and celebrate him um, and not stay in this human feeling of grief and loss that is so... Um, it almost feels destructive to my uh, physical form. Um, okay, that's kind of my question. Thank you. Yeah. yeah sometimes, uh, sometimes losing someone in your life uh, can feel devastating. Yeah. As a human. As yeah. A human. Very devastating. And 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 he was such a light being and he was not only my son but my best friend and my spiritual partner because our conversations were about spirituality in every moment I mean every little thing that happened for us was had a spiritual reason behind it and we were constantly introspecting and 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 expanding as we learn those things together and I really appreciate what you said to the other person knowing about being God and you're not alone because I have felt very very alone because I I am alone in the physical I don't have any family and I I really don't have a support system at all but I do have the truth that I am God and source and that what you said that way I have everything I, I can guarantee you this. I can give you this guarantee. That when you think of your son, he's there. Yeah. So, Master, the first thing we want to tell you is you are not alone. You are not. And you did not lose him. Uh, that is a limitation. He is night next to you. Every time you think of him, and Master, you are allowed to think of him as often as you like. It will not move his soul back from anything else that he is doing because it is a multifaceted being now that he is out of physical. And he can achieve and do many, many experiences simultaneously. So go ahead and think of him, call upon him, and pay attention. He is now going to show you extraordinary communication and depth that goes far beyond the physical. What he has given you is a gift, Master, a gift. Okay? He almost felt held back because of discussions that you would have. And so what a better way for him to experience those discussions than for him to leave and to allow him to show to you 
how much he loved you. Master, the conscious journey is not just about physical. It is about you as a light being, who is a light being. So if your son is on to his next extraordinary thought experience and in doing so gives you the opportunity to do the same thing, to do the same thing. It's not about um, abandonment. It's not about leaving or any of that. It's just about continuation, Master. It just is. You, you get, you get to master the components of staying centered amidst distraction. And you get to choose your thoughts and your emotions, Master, in every moment, in every moment, okay? Create this new extraordinary relationship with him. He's just waiting there to show you how to do it. By getting emotionally connected through thought, you elevate your spiritual journey to a level far beyond the physical. That's what he is waiting to do with you. So you open your heart, you open your mind, and you open every aspect of your vibrational beingness to know and feel and experience the connection between you. There is no disconnection, Master, and there is no such thing as death. That is a lie. It's a lie. Okay, this is your next experience on your spiritual journey with your son. It did not end. It is continuing. You must see it this way, Master. You must. Every time you find yourself dipping down, you come back to this conversation. It's being recorded for you. Download it, own it, be it, and demonstrate it. This is the message that he holds for you. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. And every time you deplete your energy down into the dark field of fear, pain, mourning, depression, and anxiety, you hang up the phone with him. Okay? So you let that be your inspiration to keep your phone line open in love, in light, in possibility, and in joy, Master, and let this experience continue. It will always continue, Master. You cannot sever it. But the minute you start to embrace it, all healing and expansion occurs. That is his message to you. He is not your son, Master. He is a light being on an extraordinary journey with another light being who have chosen to come together in order to know their expansiveness in cohesive relationship with each other. That's who you are. Open up your pathway fields, Master, into love, and you will feel this any time that you desire it. Stay up. Stay up. Because it's the only place that you can have that open phone line. And he keeps his phone line open for you all the time. We love you, Master, and we understand the limitations of the physical. That's why we are here. But every time that you can consciously wrap your head around the possibility of light that you are in being source, you will find your joy. That was beautiful. Thank you. I I was totally with it. I totally get it. I'm totally there. I so believe this and know it to be true. And I'm so, so grateful. And I will continue to listen to this when that, when the yo-yo begins to play, I will totally listen to this to bring myself back because that's where I want to be. This is where I want to be. And I am so grateful for this information. And I, I just, Thank you. It reminded me of my son when he was little and 
I was worried about something. He was four years old and he tugged on my shirt and said, and he reached up and he pulled down and he said to me, keep your door open. There are no worries. And, you know, that was him. That's the beauty. And you just brought that home. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings to you, Master, on your journey because you are. Mm. Beautiful. Thank Blessings. you. Thank you, Mesa. Much love oh, to you. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. Um, yeah, really wonderful energy. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Melissa, for, for calling in. And also we feel the love and empowerment in, in your answer, um, Casey and Brad. That was, uh, yeah, that was so powerful. Um, and also I, I know that this, this, this helped all our audience and because even if they have like different, uh, experiences, but the answers you gave, it's, it's such, um, hold such empowerment and love that really um, can help us like embrace uh, our mastery and embrace um, our divinity. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, we have, I want to share a feedback from, from Sally. Uh, she said, yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, thank you, Julius. Thank you so very much. I am source. I had destroyed myself so many times. It hurts, it hurts tremendously. No more. I am source, infinite gratitude. Thank you, Sally. Um, so, Keith and Brad, can we take one more question? Yes. You bet. You bet. Okay. Wonderful. So, we have Joseph. Uh, is being empathic a necessary experience on the path of knowing oneness? Yes. It is. It's necessary. You will do it. You will do it, Master, because we assure you that source is empathic. We assure you that source is empathic, and you are source. You are empathic. The question is, are you allowing that to be uh, unraveled, unleashed, and revealed in your life? It is going to happen to you if it hasn't already. But we don't want you to be concerned if it hasn't. So that's important as well. We don't want you to judge. We don't want you to worry. We don't want you to be afraid if it hasn't happened. Just continue your path. Continue your path into consciousness and just allow yourself to be. I was going to say, more people are empathic than they really even know. <laughs> right. And yeah. sometimes, you you know, you, you grew up, knowing things or sensing things or feeling a certain way about things and your parents told you that that's not the way we are. We don't do those things. You don't do you don't act that way in public. And so it stifled the way you felt and the way you expressed things in your life. And so you set that aside and never nurtured it. It it just got put away. And what we're saying is it needs to come back. Yeah. It, it needs to be a part of your life. We're going to help you even through this practice and through this program to embrace your emotions, Master. And as you do that, you will become more hypersensitive, you will become more aware, and you will become more compassionate. Just let it be. Just let it be. It's really more the practice of of halting the resistance and opening up the acceptance and everything within you 
will become. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much, um, Casey and Brad. And also thank you, Joseph, for your great question. Um, yeah. So yeah, thank you. Thank you, Casey and Brad. That was such an inspiring call. So um, yeah, I'm so grateful to you. Uh, we talked about really, really important topics today and all what you shared. It was so inspiring and um, reminding us of, of our um, of our own mastery, of our own power. And also that there is much more uh, than the physical experience that we have and we need like to experience both. So. Thank you so much for everything everything you shared, for your wonderful guidance you gave to our callers and uh, listeners who asked their questions. And also thank you for the package because really that's, that's a wonderful gift for our audience to go even deeper and to embrace their gifts and yeah, create a reality that is based on, on compassion and love. So thank you so much. No, thank you for having us on your show, yeah. Thanks, Monsaf. We hope all your listeners have an extraordinary day, and we want to thank them as well for joining us. We know everybody's really, really busy, and to take the time out to listen to us is is, is such an honor for us. Thanks, everybody, so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, so everyone, really thank you for being here. Thank you for your wonderful questions today, really, really great ones. Um and also thank you for all those um the listeners who who was here with us thank, thank you for sharing your beautiful energies and for co-creating with us this really beautiful space um again i really encourage you to take advantage of the powerful uh package that uh Casey and Red put together for us and you can get it by clicking on this special offer uh button or you can visit the link yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash julius and number 11 yourdivineuniqueness.com forward slash Julius 11 J-U-L-I-U-S and 11 and yeah so with that everyone yeah I want to send you so much love and see you on the next call bye bye everyone if you'd like to listen to live episodes and interact with our speakers you can go to yourdivineuniqueness.com your Y-O-U-R divine D-I-V-I-N-E Uniqueness U-N-I-Q-U-E-N-E-S-S dot com